There was a point in time when I had no idea how to solve this. This is a three by three by three Rubik's Cube. And at first, it was like, man, that's impossible. Like, you gotta be a genius to be able to solve this. And I don't know how y'all really be doing it. But in reality, it's not as difficult as it seems. The key point is that it's all about algorithms. And an algorithm just means a system or a pattern for operation or functioning or solution. No matter how random the assortment of colors is on this cube, as long as I follow the algorithm or the pattern for solving the cube, then I will get it every single time. Now my fastest time ever, I think it was like a minute and 57 seconds. And I got that in like 2018 when I was really gunning for pushing myself and getting a new record and getting below two minutes. So on an average day, I'm going to get this in under three minutes. But this video is not necessarily about the step-by-step -step detailed every single turn. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. There's plenty of videos about that already. I want to link the Rebus Cube and learn how to do it to life. Now, to start by solving this, you actually don't solve it face by face by face by face. I remember watching some people just fiddle around the cube and be like, all right, I'm gonna get all the green side first. So I'm gonna get all the, all the blues first and I'm gonna just do that. And then, but in reality, that's not how you do it. You're actually supposed to do it layer by layer. So you got your bottom layer, your middle layer, and your top layer. Once I learned this, I was shook. I was like, oh snap, I was doing this all wrong, right? So let's start by getting my bottom layer. Now for my bottom layer, I'm gonna establish that as the white side, and then the top layer is gonna be the yellow side. Now how do I know which side is which? It's all about the middle. So in the middle, there's the white piece, so I know that this is gonna be the white face by the end. This is the yellow, and then this is the green. The opposite is the blue. This is the red, all about the middle, and this is the orange. To start off, I'm gonna get my cross on the bottom layer, on the bottom face. When I first started the Ruby's Cube, it was my sophomore year in college and I was just like yo I don't know how to do the Rebus Cube so I went to YouTube what else is there to do with life besides learn how to do a Rubik's Cube and so I have my cross and the way the cross works is that you got the blue blue white white you got the orange orange white white green green blah, 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 pattern so that is how you begin. And with this, I'm gonna use the F2L method. And you can look that up later. But essentially that is a quicker way to solve the cube than the beginner method. Now I learned the beginner method to start off and then I actually graduated to the F2L method because it's so much simpler and so much faster. At any rate, I was like, y'all wanna learn the Ruby's Cube. So I went to YouTube found videos and just got to work. And it's actually 
not as difficult as it seems. And I remember thinking like, man, you gotta be a genius to really understand how to do Rubik's Cube, right? Not true. Now, it still baffles me to this day how the Rubik's Cube came to be. At any rate, now I have green, 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 orange, 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 white, 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 white. So I have this little chunk ready to go. Now I'm gonna do that for all of the other sides so that I can take care of the first two layers of the cube. Now I can remember being in class and just whipping out my Rubik's Cube, right? And then people would look and they would stare and they'd be like, hmm, I wonder if you can solve it. And there was a point in time when I didn't know what I was doing. So I would just take it out, take the cube out in the middle of class or while I was waiting for class to start. And then I would just toy around with it. And it would get attention. It would, people would look, people would be like, oh, that's cool. And here we go. So now I have this chunk, the blue, the red, the red white and I would fool around in class with the cube people would be like huh there would be sometimes when I would actually give the cube to somebody and see how they react and I would just be like scramble it and then they would scramble it and then we would get into a conversation about why I was solving the cube so here I have all the orange I got all the blue and then the whole white face is actually done, but I'm not worried about the face. I'm worried about just the process, okay? So now I have this bit left. So I had to get my red to green face, that little chunk together. So I'm gonna do that. But people would talk to me about like, yo, why are you learning how to do this? And this is like, cause I just wanted to learn. Like it's, the thing is a key dimension about my life, so I just wanna learn how to do stuff. So now I have the first two layers done. And the bottom face is ready to go. But here's the thing, to finish the cube, I'm gonna have to mess it up. So I th think I have it almost done. But what I have right here is really just the beginning and I'm going to have to mess this up to continue solving the cube. But yeah, I would just say, like, I just wanted to learn. And what's funny is that I actually inspired a couple people to learn how to do the Rubik's Cube on their own. And it was really cool seeing when the same people who I may be inspired to learn the Rubik's Cube, they actually would film videos of them finally solving the cube for the first time. You see, like, Instagram, or maybe at that time, probably on a Snapchat story. But. It was, it was just so cool just seeing that something that I just wanted to learn how to do was inspiring others to also do it. See, now I'm almost done. So I have most of the cube ready to go, but it's just these corner pieces right here and right here. But as I would learn, and I would show people what I was learning. 
it was just so cool to really see. Like, yo, I'm, first of all, I'm actually getting it. Like, I'm really learning how to do something that I thought I never could do. And if I'm inspiring people along the way, like, that's fire. I even made, like, a friend, like, just off the strength of me learning how to do Ruby's Cube, because he was also learning how to do Ruby's Cube at the same time. And it was crazy, because I showed him, I was like, yo, you learning it too? I was like, all right, cool, we would vibe off that. I think we were... We weren't in the same class. Like we would just see each other in passing. And I was just one day just at, I think I was just outside just on, well, I was outside on the mall. Where was I? It don't matter. So this same guy, another black guy actually, he was on a Drew's Cube and we just bonded off the strength of that. And it was so dope. And then when I finally learned how to do it, I would check in on him like, yo, did you figure it out yet? He's like, nah, man, not yet, but I'm gonna get it. So just seeing how two completely random people could come together over some plastic. So now I'm almost done. Now this is in the right spot, but it's not in the right orientation. Right spot. Wrong orientation, right spot, wrong orientation. Now I gotta mess up this cube again to get these corner pieces in the right orientation. So now the cube is done. Now here's the metaphor for life. Sometimes it may seem like life is a Rubik's Cube where you actually don't know how to figure it out. Sometimes you're not gonna know what to do. Sometimes it's gonna feel like even when you got one side figured out, there's still five other sides that are still unsolved. Sometimes you'll get one layer figured out the other two layers still don't make sense. Sometimes you'll almost get there and then it's like, crap. I gotta mess up what I have to get to where I wanna go. I gotta, I gotta shift and reshift and I gotta mess up the progress that I think I've made. I gotta go backwards to go forwards. There've been plenty of times where I think I have it all figured out, but in reality it's just only got one part, only got one face solved, and then all the other five faces are still a mess and I have no idea how to move forward. Or it may be I got the first layer together, but the other two layers are still a mess and I still don't know what I'm doing. And then there's points in life where I've made progress and I think I've been doing the right thing all this time and then it's like, oh wow, I gotta disrupt all the progress I think I've made up to this point before I can move forward. I gotta shift and reshift and undo everything that I thought made sense before I can move forward. And then like at the very end of the process when I had all the cubes in the right place, but they weren't in the right alignment. There's times when I'll be in the right place, but not at the right time. 
or I'll be with the right people, but I'm not in the right headspace. Right, this is a cool trick that I also learned how to do, the displace centers. One of my coworkers taught me how to do this. It was pretty cool. Learning how to solve the Rubik's Cube isn't just about solving that one cube. It's about learning how to solve that type of puzzle. Anytime I come across a three by three cube, I know exactly what to do, no matter the random assortment of the colors, wherever the squares may be, I can always solve it. And I can do tricks with it. The displaced centers trick, that's kind of dope. Now, what happens is, when I come across an even bigger cube, I also know how to solve this because I know how to solve this. These both have the same core principles when it comes to solving. There's a little bit of extra steps, so where this is like a, a 100 piece puzzle, this is like a 500 piece puzzle, where it takes a little bit longer, but the same core principles still apply, right? Now, what happens when I get to this? I still don't know how to solve this. It's supposed to be a pyramid. Uh, I've, I got this back in like 2017. Still don't know how to solve it. But here's the thing, surprisingly enough, it actually still has the same core principles as this thing. Now I just need to learn how to, yep. So I'm gonna get there and y'all gonna have a, I'm gonna get there. Either way, it's about the principles. It's about the concepts. It's about the processes. It's about the algorithms that really shape learning and learning any new skill you're gonna to have to start with the foundation. You gotta start from ground zero. You gotta start from, bro, I have no idea what I'm doing, but that's the best part, is that you can go from having absolutely zero knowledge and being a blank slate, and just being like, yo, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm ready for whatever. So many different aspects of life, so many different challenges, so many different new seasons in life that feel like a Rubik's Cube. And I found that when I'm in a new season, when I'm in an ambiguous situation, when I'm in the middle of a process where I'm not really sure what's going on, sometimes I gotta move forward, take five steps forward, just to take 10 steps back, just so I can take 20 steps forward. So with the Rubik's Cube, even when I think I made progress, sometimes I gotta push through messing up the progress I think I've made so I can get to the next step, so I can get closer to the solution, so I can get closer to the answer. And that's a lesson that I carry wherever I go. And the thing is, there's still some times when I have like a brain fart and I'll actually forget what the next step is, but that's when I rely on muscle memory. I, even if I like short circuit a little bit, I'm like, oh snap, wait a minute, how do I do this again? But then I was like, wait, 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 no, no, no. Come back, go back through the algorithm. Rely on your muscle memory, rely on the systems, the core principles. Now as a key dimension of my life that I mentioned earlier, like I just like learning how to do stuff. And with that, I firmly believe that when you stop learning, you stop living. So I'm gonna keep learning new things to my last breath. The beauty of it, is that as I learn new things, as I just go about existing, 
people are watching. The things I was doing with that Rubik's Cube, somebody was watching me do. And who knows? Them just watching me fiddle around the Rubik's Cube could have been like, huh, well, maybe I should try to do the Rubik's Cube. Maybe this video pushes whoever's watching it to try something new, to try to learn how to do the Rubik's Cube, or to try and learn a new skill, pick up a new hobby. That's multi-dimensional being. I want to influence others to explore their own dimensions and to even add to their dimensions that they currently have. Now, I'll leave you with this. When you let your dimensions unfold, you may be surprised at how you influence others.